What is going on, guys, and welcome to the Maker Made Podcast, the pod about woodworking, content creation, running a business, and whatever else we come up with. Hosted by myself, Tyler of Westfall Woodco, and my best friend Brian from Dogwood Custom Builds. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Yo, 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 episode 12. What's up, my brother? What's going on, baby? How, How we doing, doing today? What's you doing? Let's get it. Um, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I don't on, know brother? where that pew, pew, pew started, but uh, I like it. What's um, going on, brother? How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, today was a really good day. How about you? Elaborate. I want to hear more about it. We didn't talk yeah. very much. I would like to see what you got going on. Yeah, you haven't heard about my day yet. Um, today was a great day because I didn't spend one minute working on my thesis. I wow. was in a shop. I was cleaning. Uh, my mom just left, so I took her to the airport. Got donuts, coffee. It was a good. It was. It was an awesome day. Um, again, with my, that donut spot that you took me to by your house. No, that's Monterey Donuts. Uh, mm, I like that of, place. Uh, Full House Woodworks. He's a local guy here. Um, he said Red's Donuts is better than Monterey Donuts, so we'll have to get those when you come in a couple weeks. I'm down, dude. Um, you you never yeah. have to. You never have to talk me into a donut. I'm a, I'm a you big donut sucks? guy. You know what sucks about donuts? I'll eat like five of them, and I don't feel anything. I feel <laughs> nothing. Like I love the taste of a donut, but oh, it, yeah, I just can't get full off them. So I just keep eating and keep eating. It's like tortilla chips at a Mexican restaurant. You've had Krispy Kreme donuts, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like them a lot. But Oh, dude, those I could put a dozen down easy. But I feel like most normal donut places, I can only eat like two. If I'm feeling absolutely crazy, I might get a third down, but that's pushing it. Also, speaking of dozen, uh, did you ever get the Taco 12-pack at Taco Bell? Uh, You know what? There was a time in my childhood where we did have that a lot because we had a big family. We had a family of six kids. So, yeah, oh, uh, my family... My family would get those grande packs all the time, actually. So, so you didn't eat the whole Taco 12 pack by yourself? Oh, my God, no. You eat the whole thing by yourself? No, no. I just, you know, I heard of somebody <laughs> doing that once. <laughs> Bro, you can eat 12 tacos in one sitting? Yeah. I mean, I feel like garbage. You're a psycho. I feel like a taco filling from Taco Bell for, you know, the next day or two. But <laughs> All right. I mean, that's bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is good though. I I love a real authentic Mexican taco, but there is mm-hmm. something about Taco Bell that just hits right. Oh yeah, I totally agree. 100 million percent. There's they both have their place, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. One uh yeah. One makes me feel like garbage and one doesn't, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man. What uh what do you want to talk about today? There's a, a good question about material uh quantity purchases, how you estimate, how much do you purchase? Um and you want to get into that after we do a quick shout out to our episode twelve sponsor, Bumble Shoots. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Bumble Shoots, for sponsoring today's episode. You guys rock. Y'all are the best. Are you a woodworker or maker that deals with cutting boards, charcuterie boards, butcher block countertops, or any other kitchen item or surface that requires a food safe finish? Look no further than Bumble Shoots. Bumble Shoots makes professional-grade wood care products for all of your needs. It's affordable, it's high-quality, and the beeswax they use is from local beekeepers here in the United States. That means their products aren't cut with cheap paraffin wax. 
Their products are petroleum-free with the exception of the woodworker's oil, which only contains some mineral oil just to thicken the consistency. Bumble Shoots is a veteran-owned and operated company. Eric, the founder, spent 12 years in the U.S. Army serving as a medevac helicopter pilot. He now flies as a VIP airline pilot as his full-time job while he runs Bumble Shoots. He does run Bumble Shoots with the support of his wife and HR manager, Crystal, and receives direct guidance and support from his two-year-old son, Liam. And at the time of this recording, the newest member of the Bumble Shoot family is Audrey, who is two days old. So Eric and Crystal, congratulations on that. We hope everyone is happy and healthy. But Bumble Shoots is an amazing family business. They're great people, great products, and their prices are really affordable. So go check them out on Instagram. We'll put all of their links in our show notes. And when you check out on their website, be sure to use the coupon code MAKERMADE for 10% off your order. That is MAKERMADE, just like the name of the podcast, for 10% off. Maker made. Thanks again, Bumble Shoots, for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, we had a little bit of an internet issue between me and Doggy, so uh, we're kind of going to jump back in. This is a day later from the last few minutes that you guys heard, but we're just going to jump back in and keep the ball rolling. Doggy, what's, just gonna what's pretend that that didn't happen? What's today's topic, my guy? Today we are talking about uh, material quantity purchases. So, like, how do you estimate? Do you overestimate? How much? overestimation do you do <laughs> um so uh yeah I, I don't know the what was the exact verbiage of the question so the question uh directly from the source which is travis freehand from tech underscore travis he said how do you decide how much lumber to get for a project example i'm having i'm making a hard maple table for my house it will be seven feet long by 40 inches wide Lumberyard only sells full-length boards. First time at Peterman Lumber, so it may not be true. It is true, Travis, just so you know. I go there all the time, and it is very true. So I'm getting 10-foot-long, 6-quarter hard maple, and they are all different widths. I foresee so much waste if I want all the boards to be the same width, but I'm stuck with what they have to offer. Any better suggestions for a guy that rarely buys large amounts of hardwood? That was a long question, but Travis, thank you. Um... Great question. Something that we all deal with, whether you are a small bu- small furniture maker or full-time business doing furniture making. But I think uh, I'd like to break it down into a couple different parts. So let's start off with how do you decide how much lumber to get for a project, Doggy? So if you got a table coming up, I know you build primarily the same type of table all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you said 80 board feet is what you do for a table? Yeah, it usually takes about 80. Okay, so you go to your lumber. Is what I calculate. Is that what you need to get the job done, or is that what you buy to produce the table? Um, that is what the like final like dimensions, I guess you would consider, it would be like 80 board feet. Like When I do the tabletop, the, the legs, everything, 80 board feet. So I buy like 100 or 110 board feet to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I always have excess. I always have extra. Right, and then you're not also like – you aren't operating with like really th- – thin margins obviously because you are okay having the extra wood it's easier just to have it Mm -hmm. on hand for you but for a person who's running a business i suppose you'd need to be more structured with that uh element so i personally do i take i do what you do i come up with the exact amount of board feet that i need to end up with Mm -hmm. and i add 20 percent to that and that is how many how how much i order and what i build a client for as well Yep. Yeah, I think, um, again, he, his question, he's he's doing it for himself, which, as you kind of mentioned, doing it for yourself is way different than like a client. 
Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to. I had a really good train of thought, and it just poofed and went away. Think about it. I had such a good thing that I was I was clinging on to. Think about it. Oh, so like into. I always order a hundred board feet for my tables, at least a hundred board feet, because I get a quantity of discount at a hundred. Mm, so that's huge. if if I if I was doing a table and it was going to be fifty board feet because I had some left over in the house, I might still buy a hundred just to hit the quantity discount and still have some left over in the in the shop. Um, so I know like discounts are are obviously bulk discounts and whatnot, uh, but at my lumber mill. I want to say it's 60 cents a board foot off when you go from 50 to 100. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's, it's pretty significant when you're buying alder at two, three, ten a board foot. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something that you kind of um, doesn't impact Travis here because it's for himself again. But for someone that is running a business to I would always ask if there's quantity discounts because there usually are. Yeah, definitely a good idea. And see if you can get on like some kind of wholesale plan as well. Um, and mm-hmm. see if they give you a little bit better pricing. I know that the lumber yards that I've gone to have been able to be really competitive when I ask them that. And sometimes you just got to go out of your comfort zone and ask them. So you, you won't know unless you try. It's worth a shot. Absolutely. And then, uh, but like, yeah, like you said, so he's buying it for himself. He doesn't have a client to really pass off the expense to. So, I mean, I there's no really way around that. If you need a seven foot board and you can only buy them in 10 foot lengths, you either look for another lumber yard that will let you take sections of them but most of the time you're not going to be able to so i guess your best bet would be to plan how you could utilize the extra material right like into a cutting board or another piece of furniture yeah and it's not just the so he he wants to do so again 40 inch wide table um he would need what he's trying to say is he wants four 10 inch wide planks but what he's getting is different widths from the store so he might need 10 four inch wide boards, mm-hmm. which is a pain because he's wasting the off cuts on the four inch boards. Uh, does, is that that that's kind of how I'm starting to take this question. So like all of your like rip cuts that you're, you're taking off to get them down to the same width. That's the waste that he's talking about. And if you want them to be the same width, you're going to have that waste. Right. There's really no way to avoid that other than picking out pieces that are similarly similar widths. Um, and how you mentioned use it for cutting boards. It's always nice to have some hardwood in stock, like in inventory. Mm -hmm. So it's ready to go. Uh, so that's not a bad thing. Um, obviously that changes when you have, you know, an extra 30 board feet and you have nothing to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like I think it's kind of the case with me a lot. So, um, yeah, there's really no way if you want it to be the same width to, to avoid that, that waste. Do you want to know the best way to uh, make use of your, cutoffs that are between 12 and 24 inches in length how's that you glue them up you make a small panel you slap on an acrylic template that you purchase from westfallwoodco.com slash shop slash templates and using the coupon code doggy <laughs> oh we can make a podcast coupon code to see if the podcast drives any sales or we can just use mine or we can just use doggies use code doggy at checkout for 15 percent off shameless plug although I, I really i i do use your templates for that that exact reason uh, i have three california boards in my garage right now um that i had some off cuts and i, I put your template on it i was like <laughs> hey it's the the cutoffs are long enough i'm gonna 
rip them up and, and throw it throw it down so since since you can't avoid it find something creative to do with it mm-hmm. and speaking of utilizing cutoffs people don't realize i get actually i get asked often like how i thought of templates and all that jazz um i had a client who came up to me and they wanted a very specific shaped board this was very early on in my woodworking career and i cut a template out of a quarter inch mdf and then it kind of just evolved from there into acrylic obviously wanting a nicer material than mdf whatever but the reason I expanded like my collection of templates for myself originally was to make money off of scrap wood and making ends meet. You know, sometimes I needed to make some extra money and it worked really well. So like Dougie said, it's not the, it's not a terrible idea to have extra wood in stock, but if you're really concerned about the money part of it and the cost, you're barking up the wrong tree, I think. Or um, we go back to his question and edit the question and just say, don't make all the boards the same, the same width and have a 10 inch wide board, have a six inch wide board. Um, Absolutely. And, and do that. Yeah, I do that. I've done that uh, a so lot. That's kind of what I would normally do. Yeah. I, I will say if I get a 10 or 11 inch wide board, it's not going to be next to four inch wide boards. Like they're plus or minus one and a half inches in terms of width. Um, but I, I don't go so stingy as to not stingy. Um, they're not all the same. Right um at least in my tables yeah mine mine either i I don't even is there like pros and cons to that i've never heard of people like naysay on that i think it's just the look of having them all the same Mm, way yeah and to me if it's for yourself that might just be a compromise you have to make with yourself if if cost is a, a really big driving factor um I don't know. What do you think about that? No, yeah, I, I, I see no problem in using different width boards. I do that all the time. Uh, I don't pick my lumber anymore, but when I used to pick my lumber to get through it as fast as possible, I would just calculate in my head like, okay, here's a six foot, here's a six inch long board or wide, geez, six inch wide board. Here's an eight inch <laughs> wide board. Here's a five inch wide board, and then I would, you know, if I needed a forty inch top, I would just pick all the boards I needed till I got to that amount. You know, with a two or three inch um hangover just to make sure it accounts for what i need i don't yep. see a problem with that so that's definitely the best way to do it but now thank goodness i've gotten to a level with my pricing and my clientele and my woodworking experience where i just order it and it gets delivered to me and i just deal with whatever they bring to me easy day um, or i mean you can save the extra wood and if it's going in your kitchen slap it on a little console or you know china display thing entryway table a lazy susan even a a lazy susan (laughs) slightly sedimentary susan doggy loves Um, the lazy susans i've made more lazy susans than i've probably made tables at this point (laughs) oh i think it might be it might be close really it might be really i thought you would have been blown that out of the water like two or three times by now with lazy susans that's pretty darn close Hmm. um yeah well, hmm. Travis, I hope that helped you <laughs> in your uh, <laughs> mental dilemmas at least a little bit. Um, that's a definitely, I don't think you're alone with a situation like that, but there's definitely ways to overcome it and come out on top after it. And then we had another question come in from my boy Danny G from Sandlot Creative Co. Dan asked, selling plans and digital files. Not so much question, but curious if you ever have or plan on getting into something like that. It's a good question. Um, I don't make plans for my builds. Um, I'm actually notoriously very bad for that. I usually just make a drawing and wing it. 
But uh, I definitely would love to get into making plans, not only for myself, but ones that I can sell and give out to people. I think that'd be a really fun and good time. I'm trying to get into a design software called Shaper 3D. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, for the iPad, and I have an Apple Pencil and whatnot, and it's it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying using it a lot. I just really need to get better at it and more proficient. Mm-hmm. And then, then comes the task of actually making the plans and making sure they're foolproof enough to sell and market to people. Yeah. What about you? Would you ever do something like I that? I don't know. I'm, I think so. I'll I'll throw like a quick counter uh, to you with like selling plans for like digital files for charcuterie board or like templates in general. Okay. Um, because nothing, nothing stops that person other than them being a good person from selling them and reselling them um, without your knowledge. Right. right. Like, I, so like that, that would be kind of a, a potential siphoning off business from you. Um, I, you know, again, you kind of hope that people don't do that, but mm-hmm. It's always a possibility. Yeah, but I, I always see, like, um, I've seen people, you know, if I sold them on my website, let's say, I would put a clause in the description that says, like, this is not for commercial use. This is for your own personal use. The person who originally purchased the plans, they're not for redistribution. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not that hard mm-hmm. to, uh, to not listen to that and go against it. But that's definitely something that has scared me when people ask me for my template designs. Some of like the most popular ones that I actually have not given away or sold at all. And I don't necessarily plan on it, but there's some that I would consider doing, you know? Yeah. I just, you know, I, I think I'm looking at people, uh, with a, a different, different attitude where if you made me that file and I took it and I cut it on, on my laser or whatever, um, Nothing precludes me other than that clause from going like, hey, Charlie, I have an extra template that I just cut from this thing that that Tyler sent me in. Charlie's not going to go and post about it. I'm not going to post about it, but it, it took away that chance for him to buy it from you direct. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. So you're just con- you're concerned about people stealing your content or stealing your property. Yes, yes exactly. 100 percent. OK, 100 percent. And that would keep you from ever doing that. No, that was just in your business specifically with <laughs> templates. In terms of big builds, in terms of in terms of big builds, uh, I can barely get through a hand drawn uh, image of my <laughs> of my builds, yet alone doing a three D drawing. Uh, no, at this point in time, it's I have people send me pictures on Pinterest, and I just roll with it. So um, I I don't really do plans even for myself, like you said. So oh. uh, that that's not in my. That's not in my crosshairs right now, but maybe years down the line when I get more situated and I can, you know, draw better, draw mm-hmm. gooder. <laughs> so I actually have a, a scenario that I, uh, I, I, I was in recently. So I really want to expand my portfolio. Obviously, that's something that I really aspire to do in the new year, especially with my furniture and my Instagram and get some uh, new content posted up on there. But, uh, I found this table that I saw on YouTube from John Malecki. You know John Malecki, obviously. Yeah. Uh, It was one of his... Make lumber cheap again. Yeah. So John Malecki has this video series where it's like uh, beginner, intermediate, and pro levels of the same build. So this one in particular was a coffee table where they built it in three different skill levels. So like the beginner level, intermediate level, and the pro level. The pro is like a super cool live edge fancy joinery table. 
in the beginner was more mm-hmm. so like circular saw and screws and pocket holes kind of thing. Yeah. But the intermediate one was a design that I thought was really cool. It used box joints for the uh, base of the table uh, made out of white oak. It looked really good. I really liked the design. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if someone would commission me to make this table. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So I went on the offensive and I uh, I bought the plans, of course, from John Malecki on his website. They were like 10 bucks. Super simple plans, really easy to follow. And I posted a picture of the digital mock-up that was on the plans. And I said, hey, like I would love to add this table to my portfolio. I'm looking for a client to commission me to build this. Posted it. And within the same day, someone reached out and was like, yeah, I want this. Um, let me know how much. Actually, you know what? I posted how much. And I said that I was going to do it for the cost of materials, which was like mm-hmm. 300 bucks, I believe. So... Yeah, that's coming up soon. The client accepted. They're super stoked. I'm super stoked. I'm going to have a really good opportunity to build a new piece for my portfolio and expand my skills. So that was really cool. And I feel like that's was a really good idea for that. I mean, yeah, that's kind of that, that is a cool way to, to incorporate plans and like making money without making the actual table. You know, you're just doing the plans. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, again, personally, not not in my playbook right now and it's not going to be for a while uh but you you saying that kind of it kind of piqued my interest a little bit to getting back into shaper 3d and and drawing a little bit more um so who knows um who knows inconclusive yeah so i don't uh um i think i would like to do like some simple ones like cornhole boards i get a lot of questions about cornhole boards and stuff and maybe like a flag or something so it doesn't even necessarily have to just be furniture you know it's obviously not he wasn't asking about anything specific but that's kind of our stance on it i guess dan thank you so much for asking a question by the way we really appreciate it yeah and i think on that note that leads us into our next installment of the maker spotlight yes sir yes sir can we get a drum roll, please? Bowloy from Bowloy's Design Craft. Bow was a, a guest a couple episodes ago, like five episodes ago. And he just did that really cool cupboards around the TV, and they're all concealed and hidden. Um, like everything opens, but nothing looks like it opens. Right. It was so cool. Um, I. I was super impressed with with that build. Everything he makes is just modern, mm-hmm. but incorporates a lot of wood, and it's super sleek. Uh, I can't really even describe it. Um, yeah, you definitely got to go on his Instagram and check that out, and I believe he has some YouTube videos out on it, actually. You can find mm-hmm. more at Bowloy, B-A-O-L-O-I, underscore designcraft on Instagram. And then from there, you can see his link, links to all of his other social medias and platforms. And actually, I believe... Ironically enough, he sells plans as well for some certain things. I believe he has plans on his outfit for his outfit table. Look at that. <laughs> Would you look at that? Maybe we'll have to have um, him back on and we can ask him more questions about that. But yeah, Bao, you are a rock star. Thanks again for being on our show earlier. If you haven't checked out that episode, I highly encourage it. We talk a lot about uh, our mindset behind content creation as well mm-hmm. as how we create content in general. So definitely worth checking out. Dude, that uh beginner intermediate pro build i was gonna do a youtube video on that for cutting boards and 
using like beginner would just be gluing a couple like rectangles together or a couple things to make a rectangle and then making my own template or like cutting it out like a rough shape with a jigsaw. And then the pro was going to be using a Westfall Woodco template. Uh, but I haven't really, I wrote that book down in my little, my little ideas book, <laughs> um, but I just haven't, haven't dug back into it. That could be fun. You, uh, you think you know, once you settle into Tennessee, you might, take uh, another look at some youtube videos some long format stuff yeah i think so um i just gotta figure out figure out camera stuff mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if it's is youtube gonna be a pain to to film and landscape with my phone or i don't know so just some stuff to consider before i before i really go down that rabbit hole yeah that might be a, a time to bust out the camera again or maybe even get a nicer camera or something i don't know a lot of decisions. Yeah. It's kind of a, I mean, I'm sure you could get away with recording on your phone. The only thing was you, like, I don't think you'd be able to reuse the content on Instagram as well as YouTube. So you'd probably be filming exclusively for YouTube mm. because of obviously having to film in landscape versus portrait for Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think you could get away with using the iPhone. At least try. I mean, and, and if your channel takes off or anything or you really feel like you need to step it up, then you can think about cameras again. Cause that totally yeah. changes everything. Yeah. It makes it makes it pretty, uh, all right. So we're getting close to the end here, but we wanted to continue our reading a podcast review every week. So Ty, if you want to kick that one off. <laughs> okay. We got a review in five stars only baby. Uh, it's from a Mr. JKW it says finally a good woodworking podcast these dudes are legit love following them and hearing their chatter what a time to be alive jkw jeffrey kevin westfall <laughs> that's <laughs> your dad Ken- oh, kenneth's my dad's name that's his first name though his middle name isn't isn't jeffrey oh uh, well thanks dad for leaving us a review really appreciate it that was very kind of you <laughs> Actually, thanks to the entire Westfall family for leaving reviews on our podcast. <laughs> oh, and subscribing to our Patreon. Thank you so much. You guys are really what keeps this thing going. <laughs> but on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the uh, little uh, snafu we had earlier on in the episode. We're still kind of trying to work out the kinks of this thing. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Don't hate us. We love you, that's for sure. Thank you for listening. Please don't forget to download the episodes on whatever podcast form you are using. Uh, checking us out on Instagram at the Maker Made Podcast, and of course, mine and Doggy's business accounts. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, whatever you got to do. New episodes coming every freaking Thursday. We're doing a, every Thursday. We're doing a great job keeping it consistent. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. Please feel free to send in any questions or comments or concerns you may have to me, Doggy, or the podcast Instagram account. And after that, I think that's all we got, Dog. Bumble shoots. Thanks so much for sponsoring today's episode. 10% off with the coupon code MakerMade. Bumble shoots, you guys are the best. Thank you. And on that note, peace. Peace. Peace, peace, peace.